Welcome to the After Dark Podcast with Anthony James and Conrad. This is an extra episode for your YouTube comments because Anthony James and Conrad could not stop rambling on. What a pair of schmucks. Hello and welcome to the After Dark Podcast. I'm Anthony James and that's Conrad. Hello. Well, Conrad, how have you been this week? Uh, amazing. It has been definitely four four days. Did you say it's Friday? This is going yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, four days since we last it's recorded. Definitely been four days. Yeah, four yep. full twenty-four hour days. Yeah, the Friday. The let me quickly check the calendar. The thirtieth has been a great slash bad. Please delete as appropriate day in the world. Halloween tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, Halloween tomorrow. Exactly. Oh. I can't wait. I've got my pumpkin ready. I actually do have my pumpkin ready. Really? That's going to be long dead by the ha- by Halloween. Oh yeah, make a pumpkin soup like... tomorrow. <laughs> oh, nice, delicious. One pound and fifty. You can't beat it. Um, okay, so <laughs> bearing this in mind, let's get into the questions. Yep, let's do it. A stranger from the outside. First question comes from regular listener brent the middleman and brent says uh thank you both these are getting better every week thanks brent and he's it can't get much worse let's be honest yeah, can't, yeah exactly um there was no car this week so you know we, we are you're missing out you're missing out but anyway um yeah there were some uh, some drunken revelers walked past my window actually which hopefully the noise reduction i didn't hear them at all um, actually uh amazing there you go the wonders of modern technology <laughs> <laughs> all right awesome so uh the, uh brent asks um, I know Conrad is excited about the his uh, Jonas is Adam theory seemingly being verified, and at the risk of being a bit of a Bartos here, <laughs> but has Conrad considered the possibility that Adam might be lying? Adam, oh, get out of it. Adam, <laughs> Adam would know about Jonas's next car and his whole life for that matter. With this dis- disfigurement, it would wouldn't be too difficult to fool naive young Jonas, right? What what a better way to recruit a new soldier into Adam's war on time slash god. I I think Brent makes a good point here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put my foot down now and say if it's revealed later in the season that Adam is lying and he isn't actually Jonas, I'm still having the points for that. So, <laughs> <laughs> because Jonas believed it, and that's what I base all of my theories on. <laughs> whether um, Jonas believes it. Yeah, whether Jonas believes it or not. Um so yeah I, I that is a good point though i mean he's manipulating Jonas in other ways i suspect so it, he could potentially be lying he certainly lied about other pretty important stuff to other characters yeah and i just will say at the end of season one i i, I put fandom theories to conrad about what everyone thought coming out of season one there's a theory about adam's identity that fans held coming out of season two not every fan but some fans so we'll be putting them to Conrad at the end of the season Oh, what, even after the even after he comes out and says he's actually Jonas. Yeah, yeah. There was there was a continu- ah, there was okay. there's always been a contingent of the fans, uh, especially before season three came out, who who believed that he could be someone else. Interesting. Okay, cool. I I, I look forward to hearing that. <clears throat> I like you. Never bought into that. Um, I trust people at their word. I'm a trusting individual. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so question two. If there's time, oh, there's plenty of time. You're the first question. Uh, so. <laughs> we can luxuriate in yeah, this. Yeah, we, we go so slow in the first few, and then when we get to the last ones, I'm just like, bang, bang, <laughs> yeah. bang. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, Brent asks, Conrad said that since there is an Adam and a Noah, there must be uh, an Eve and a God. He speculated that Tanhouse could be God, but who would, his be, who would be his choice for Eve? 
oh, it's got to be Claudia. I feel like she she more than any other character feels like she's operating in direct opposition to Adam, which if we know anything about the creation story, it was all Leaves' fault and uh, her and Adam were <laughs> were at, e- at each other's throats. Um, I don't actually believe that, by the way, just to clarify. But um, I would actually say I it was all like... God's fault, in my opinion. Yeah, putting them in that garden with all that delicious fruit. Um, <laughs> yeah, the I, I feel like um, I feel like Claudia's probably the Eve. I have kind of gone back and forth on the. Well, I say back and forth. I really just mean back and then stayed there on the um, townhouse's God theory, purely because um, Adam does talk in this episode about how God is time, mm. which feels like it kind of flies in the face of um god being an individual uh but i do wonder if other sort of biblical characters are going to turn up is there going to be you know a jesus or a mary magdalene maybe and who could they possibly be mm, interesting i also um by the whole uh adam thinking about the time is god like that's fair enough but um it's i suppose whether are you talking like thematically or are you talking what the characters think they are? Do you know what I mean? Because obviously Adam has called himself mm. Adam for some reason. Um, and he called Noah Noah. But if you're talking about like Tanhas being God, like do you really think that Tanhas is gonna be walking around calling himself God? Or is that a thematic thing? No, I mean I don't I don't think I don't think it's he doesn't seem like the kind of character who would be corrupted to the extent where he would refer to himself in those kind of terms. I I I more envisaged the kind of position that the characters would occupy in a power structure so i i mean adam i don't i'm interested to see where that, those names came from um whether that's ever explained because there's a sort of there's kind of a pageantry to calling yourself adam and calling your right hand man noah that i i do appreciate but it's oh here comes a motorbike no it went a different direction i heard there i heard it i heard it let's see as as if as if on command and if, if, the, um, if the listeners didn't hear that then the noise reduction post worked. There we go. Our edit, our new editing techniques are worth their weight in gold. Or if they didn't work, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I'm interested to see what um, whether it's ever explained where the kind of theatricality of that naming convention comes from. But it seems like it's just Adam and Noah who are kind of into it, and everyone else is just sort of just uses their own name <laughs> yeah 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 they, they didn't join in on the fun uh okay so next question from djkl productions uh since conrad mentioned the look of the church i can tell you that it's not scenery built in the studio the church is in a cemetery chapel of the jesus christ this is going to be hard go on nail it nail it on the first go should veskirkov oh perfect john dorf <laughs> yep close Nailed close it. to berlin that's the one so it's a real church yeah that's nuts like that i mean it's a great looking church but but to me i don't know like dark red wood and black pews that doesn't feel like church colors to me but that's awesome that that's real i have to look that place up yeah and the cemetery is the, apparently the 10th biggest worldwide and is very creepy because it has a lot of uh, very old gravestones and is located in the woods the church was, bi- uh, was built according to the Scandinavian style in 1909. 10th uh, biggest graveyard in the world. That's an, that's an interesting thing to lay claim to, as a, or claim to fame. Yeah, like who's keeping the tally of how many bodies are going in each graveyard? Because there's more going yeah, in every is day. It, I wonder if it's, is it biggest by number of, uh, of bodies or square footage? 
Yeah. Because one of those is less grim than the other. Well, what's got the most bodies? Like, I've been, I've been to, uh, what do you call it? Uh, <laughs> the, the Omaha Beach. I've been, I've been there in Normandy. That's probably... I don't think that counts as a graveyard. Of course it does. The actual... Do you think that counts as a graveyard? Well, is there a graveyard there? Yeah, there's a graveyard there of all the soldiers. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought you meant just, like, buried under the sands <laughs> no, the no, 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 no. <laughs> there's a graveyard of all the soldiers. Ah, uh, Yeah, okay. like, there's, there's thousands of them. Uh... Having said that, like they they've it's like no more like no no one else can get into that graveyard. I don't I don't think when they die. So maybe well unless you, unless you're really ironic uh, really ironically like die on one of the tours of the beach and then you are allowed to <laughs> you are allowed to go in. And only reenactment deaths can get in. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I feel like it's probably going to be somewhere in China, if I'm honest. Like, mm -hmm. China tends to have like the biggest kind of man-made structures, so the biggest graveyard. I could definitely see it being in China somewhere. Yeah. Okay. All right. uh, Thanks for that. So Wesley wasn't really a question there, but it was it was was interesting nonetheless. Uh, That was a very interesting fact. Yeah. yeah. Uh, So Wesley uh, says, "I enjoy listening to the show, guys. Thank you. It makes me feel less crazy for taking notes when I watched it the first time." (laughs) Um, I just wanted to point out that the line Ich bin du in Dark has a double meaning in German. I I am not a German speaker, so someone who is might be able to explain this better. So Wesley says, I might be wrong, as I haven't watched it in a while. I'll just just stop you there for one second. I am a German speaker, so I'll be able to confirm this. (laughs) (laughs) Carry on, please. Okay. Uh, I might be wrong, as I haven't watched it in a while, but the line is preceded by the question, who are you? Or verbist C. C is the formal of which uh, of of you, which suggests an elder or someone senior. The reply yeah, uses do or you. Uh, it's do, which means you, which is informal. Therefore, the answer mm-hmm. also adds to the speakers are on the are on the same level. And Adam Adam could have easily answered with ich bin C, uh, which would suggest he is more senior. I, l- I think this gives the underlying idea that all actions in Dark are equal, regardless of the age, time, or person. I remember the scene with Jonas that... and Adam using these lines, but I might be wrong. What do you think? Be... I, I don't think you could ever say. What do you think, her, 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 bins... her Conrad? I don't. Hold on. I don't think you could ever say Ikbinsi. But hold on, I've got to go through my my my. But you just um, said it. I don't even know what this is called. So the the way it was ta- the way I was taught in German was ich bin du bist er ist visent is like sie sind sie sind so it would be I don't think that'd work I'm not sure so like okay so cards on the table those of you who are German speaking may have noticed that I'm not actually a German speaker <laughs> so <laughs> so if someone could correct me that'd be great I d- I don't think that works but I'm happy to be proven wrong because my German knowledge is not good um if if that's true that is really interesting though that there's uh that there is a double meaning there and i certainly wouldn't put it past um judge fries to to stick that to stick that in there okay thanks very much vesley see what it did there uh <laughs> <laughs> nice thank you thank you um all right so uh cy roth says hey fellas uh, not really a dark question. <laughs> We've had two two facts or something so far, and then we'll get a, one that isn't a dark question. But you know what? I'm all for it. And not really a dark question. Actually, not a dark question at all. Um, so when you, Anthony, that's me, started your dark YouTube channel affair, <laughs> how come... Con- it's an affair. Yeah, it's an affair. It implies you're cheating on someone. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I'm spending a lot of time uh, editing videos rather than with my wife watching TV, so I, I <laughs> yeah. kind of am. <laughs> the internet is your mistress yeah, yeah so how come conrad didn't support your endeavor 
uh, and watch your first videos. Uh, great for us, as he wasn't spoiled, but come on, Conrad, support your mates. Anyway, top job, guys. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> All right, so there's actually a real answer to this question. <laughs> the, and yeah. the answer is that I didn't tell anyone that I was doing a YouTube channel before I asked Conrad to uh, to do the do the podcast for me. So by the time he knew I had a YouTube channel, he already knew uh, he already knew that he was going to be doing the podcast. Yeah, the first I heard about your YouTube channel was you texting me and being like, "Do you remember that show that I said you should watch like two years ago and you didn't? Do you want to do a podcast about it?" And then I was exposed to the wonderful world of all the videos that you make that I can't watch because <laughs> they will spoil dark for me. Although I do watch your other videos. Oh, lovely, lovely. Um, even the new one on The Expanse where I blow my nose accidentally. <laughs> uh, I haven't watched that yet, but I will be sure to to leave a comment on it and say, lol, look at this new... Guys, go, go and watch my Expanse production. season four uh, and around five minutes 20 in, I blow my nose. I meant to edit it out, but I didn't. Give me some constructive criticism. Am I doing a right good job there? Is there something I could be doing better? <laughs> Give me some constructive criticism. Uh, right. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, so Brent then actually came in and talked. We're sort of just reading off the, the, the discussions in the chat now, in, in, in nice. the comments. But Brent comes in and says, at Sai, uh, I can take a stab at this one because his first videos were about Dark and Connor hadn't watched it. It's a simple, oh. it's a simple answer, Brent, but you're right. It's uh, Brent's nailed it. Brent's nailed it. It's as simple as that. Um, if 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 uh, Conrad had watched my first videos, I would have been very angry at him because we wouldn't have been able to do the podcast. All right. So uh, Jamie Jet asks, "What is Conrad's go-to celebration dance when one of his theories is proved correct?" Uh, it's a sort of like badly moonwalk across my room while like flipping the V's, <laughs> which I don't know if that really translates to other um, <laughs> to other cultures. <laughs> but like, so okay, in British culture, uh, we we do like a kind of reverse peace sign. Like most most cultures have like the finger, and we do the index finger and the middle finger. We have the finger as well, but uh, you do the index finger and the middle finger, and you kind of it's like a reverse peace sign, and you do that um, when you're when you're like, yeah, come on, <laughs> and that's it. Uh, that's normally what I'll do. I'm not doing it at anyone in particular. It's just sort of like, you know, take that You're world. You're doing it to your, your partner next year. <laughs> I mean, on. she is in the room when I'm when I'm doing it. And, you know, she may feel like she's, she is being subjected to it, but that's entirely her own interpretation of of the move. And, like, I take no responsibility for that. Yeah, and I will also say, like, my uh, the, the, the fact I have got about that, which I'm sure everyone knows at this point, but it's like sort of the uh, popular culture fact. Every, everyone sort of knows it. No one knows if it's correct. But apparently the reason why British people do that is because whenever they like, uh, they were really good like with a longbow, and like whenever they 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 actually continued using a longbow even after crossbows were invented, and so whenever they would get caught by like the French in a war or something, they would actually cut their two the French or whoever they were would cut their fingers off, um, and then so yeah. so what they would do is whenever they escaped or whenever they didn't get caught, they would put the two fingers up saying, "Here, look, I got still got these boys." Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's the Battle of Crecy or the Battle of Agincourt um, is what that comes from. I've never actually checked to see if that's true, but it's a fun it's a fun story for it. So I choose to believe that that is definitely yeah, true. yeah. I choose to believe too. Hundred Years War <clears throat> that is apparently where it dates back to. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, so uh, DJKL Productions has another one. I can't remember really in which episode it is revealed that Noah is Charlotte's father. It's this one. Bingo, bango. We're ready to tango in this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but in case it is episode five of season two, I would like to know from Conrad what he thinks about it. Well, we've talked about that for probably a good half an hour already. Um, 
DJ KL. I wouldn't want Nur to be my dad, is what I'll say. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Because, um, you know, he. And even less my father in law. Because, as we've discussed because previously. Because if he was his. Like, technically, has he broken his vow of celibacy? <laughs> I mean, well. He wasn't a real priest, it, let's be honest. He ever t- yeah, assuming he ever took one. Like, I, I, I doubt. Uh, the thing with him is, like, he does quote Bible scripture, so he definitely knows the Bible, but. I, yeah, I don't think he ever. I don't think he ever took a vow of celibacy. If he's even a Catholic priest, he might be. No, oh, that's true. I, I actually, Protest- my mind went Catholic. It, like, priest. He might be a Protestant priest. Yeah, like it's Protestantism a thing in Germany. I don't really know uh, what other forms of uh, Christianity are kind of prominent on on the European mainland. Mm. Greek Orthodoxy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know Orthodoxy, but I don't know if Protestantism. There must have been Luther Lutherism was a thing in northern Germany, and that was Protestant, I think. I, I'm getting way out of my depth here, but I think that... <laughs> I, I, I'm assuming he is a Protestant priest. I don't know why, on, but part of me thinks the there's no way Hitler was a Catholic. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. He didn't... I, I'll, say this for, I'll, I'll say this for Hitler. He didn't seem to take the Ten Commandments that seriously. No, no, he wasn't a true Christian. <laughs> Let's be honest. But... <laughs> let's be honest he wasn't a true christian but i i don't know i don't know why maybe because i grew up a catholic i was never told that he was you know because we, we wanted to disavow him from the catholic faith but uh yeah interesting to find out what what, what religion was hitler um <laughs> yeah sure why not yeah and we'll try and avoid that religion for the rest of our lives okay so um Acilia says uh now that conrad has seen how how so how far characters weren't able to change things what are his views on whether it is possible to stop the cycles or change things if yes how thanks a lot guys love the podcast been been binge listening oh so i think uh this is this i'm sure i mispronounced your name i apologize um acelia um i'm sorry but i think i think they've just caught up so this is their first comment so welcome welcome uh and uh Welcome welcome yeah and you're you're up to date now so give us more questions that'd be great uh so what do you think I I have to I like so I'm an optimist at heart and I love a happy ending and I hope Dark has one and for that reason I have to believe in my heart of hearts that there is someone out there who can change this course of events. Um, I think it's it's going to be very difficult to do or everyone will be doing it. So which is why I've kind of landed on Claudia as the character who seems like she has she'd figured everything out and she's kind of put the pieces in place. For it to change, um, I don't think Jonas is going to be the one to change it. Or, well, I, I'll recant that. He might be the one to change it at some point. I don't think him stopping Michael from changing it is go- uh, from killing himself is going to change it in the way that he wants it to be changed. Okay, awesome. Uh, okay, next question from Jane Choi. <laughs> now Jane starts this off in the best way possible here. Uh, I sort of have to explain yeah. this so it just doesn't come out of left field for you. I think she's referring. I think she's referring to our uh, your your very cringy joke at the start of the last episode. Oh, nice! My great joke. I think you'll find. Okay, so Jane says, "Ich bin do like these cringy jokes." Oh boy! I mean, I like Jane. I'm with you on it, and I respect. I respect the commitment to carrying on the bit. But that that is that's a rough one. <laughs> Although I, I mean, to be fair, I haven't. I haven't got a leg to stand on here, so. <laughs> I've got no right to give anyone advice on comedy. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Since we're halfway through, uh, so since we're halfway into the entire series, 
how does Conrad think the series will end? And how does Conrad personally hope the se- uh, the series, how do you personally hope it'll end? I think you just said you hope it's a happy ending. You can elaborate that on maybe a yeah. bit. Yeah. I, I, oh, sorry, Gom, there more Yeah, question? does he have any must-have or, or else it sucks? I read line, like a line in the sand where it has to have this or, or it'll suck. Uh, or is he, that, that he thinks the show must address by the end of the season? Um, or series, I should say. Not really anymore, to be honest. Like it's this. There's so there are questions that are left that I have left to answer, but it's so kind of open ended at the moment. I I, I can't really predict where the show is going to go because, I mean, I know there's another season, so I know that whatever is happening at the end of this season, there's going to be more to explore. I think, generally speaking, obviously, I'd like there to be a slightly happy ending. Um, I'm not. Um. I won't be unhappy if it's like a bittersweet ending, which I suspect is probably more likely given the kind of writing that we've seen in this show thus far. Um, I don't even know what that would really look like at this point. I think it, I, I could see it being like almost a, we mentioned it in the one of the earliest episodes, I think, talking about the similarities between this and Donnie Darko, I mm-hmm. think. Or maybe we just spoke about that. But I wonder, I would kind of love it if they did a Donnie Darko style ending where someone, maybe Jonas, maybe Claudia, maybe another character, makes the sort of climactic decision to, I don't know, erase themselves from time or whatever, and and that fixes things. And it cuts to a character waking up, and it, and or maybe it cuts to Jonas waking up um, on the, I guess, I'm trying to remember when he wakes up on the first episode. Is it, it's November, isn't it, that he wakes up in the first episode, I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, November so, 2019. Yeah, so maybe it like cuts to to him waking up or something. Or I mean, they could end it with a with a montage as well. That would be a really a really nice way to end. But as, as to like what actually happens, I've not got too many hopes. Um, I'm trying to think if I've even got anyone that I want to see like get what's coming to them. There's not that many characters that I absolutely hate anymore. In fact, there's I don't think there's a single one. Yeah, there's no Joffrey in this series. No, there really isn't. Like, I mean, I joke about it being Bartos, but even Bartos, I feel a bit sorry for. Um, and Ulrich has kind of had his comeuppance already. I just want everyone to have a good time, really. Yeah, just have a pool party, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'd love that if they, they play some scar and have a pool party, and everyone just you know fleshes out their problems, <laughs> and it's all fine. Yeah, exactly. That's how I want Dark to end. Okay, uh, awesome. Thanks very much, Jane. Uh, next question, Lord Stannis has re-entered the chat. Ooh. Lord Stannis, we haven't had a question from you in quite a while. It's good to see you're still, still a keen listener. And Lord Stannis says, very much enjoying the podcast. Definitely makes Mondays better. Um, uh, well, anything we can do for you, that's great. Uh, and he says, in this episode, we see Ulrich promise to kill Egon. And we see Noah promise to kill Adam. Will either of them succeed? I, mm, I don't think Ulrich, I can't see Ulrich breaking out again. <laughs> like that would be that would be almost criminally ne- negligent <laughs> if he breaks out one day and then li- like given we know or we i heavily suspect egon is going to die in the next episode because it'll be the 25th if he broke out again literally the next day there would be serious questions asked about the the processes in place at that at that asylum <laughs> um so, so i don't think it's going to be Ulrich who does um i think noah will will kill adam though i think noah's a man of his word Okay, and uh, and he's gonna he's gonna get the job done. Hmm, interesting. Okay, cool. 
Uh, thanks, uh, Lord Stannis. Venla says, great episode once again. Conrad, do you think Mickle would, uh, would have chosen if he could have made the decision in a more calm environment, Ulrich or Enos? Oh, I think he would have chosen Ulrich. Yeah, hundred percent. I, 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 I think he. The only reason he didn't say anything is because he was kind of overwhelmed by the situation and has like a bunch of sleeping pills still in his system. Um, I, I think it's telling. I, I, I'm just thinking back before I say this. I, but I don't. I, I, I can't recall any moments between Enos and Mickle that have matched the kind of intimacy of the hug between him and Ulrich. Um, then maybe have mm, maybe there's one or two I'm not I, I can't immediately think of, but I feel like it's very clear that as as kind as Enos has been to him when she's not pumping him full of sleeping pills, um, Ulrich is still his dad and he still loves his dad. Okay, cool. Uh, right, next question. Atahan Atahan says for Conrad. So Noah is Charlotte's father. So Charlotte and Tronta are cousins. And Tronta's grandson is Magnus, and Charlotte is the mother of Francisca. Uh-huh. So, so distantly, Magnus and Francisca are related. Not even that distantly, to be th- honest. <laughs> yeah, not that distantly. How do you think this will affect their characters? Will it? I mean, if it didn't stop Martha and Jonas, it's not. <laughs> it's not going to stop Magnus and Francisca. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> I, I wonder if they'll even find out. But. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't think it's going to affect them too much. <laughs> yeah, and then just really quickly, do you think that Jonas will succeed in stopping Michael from killing himself, or do you think uh, he'll even get to the point where he can do he can be successful? Like, I suppose, like, do you think he'll even get get there? I I think he will. I I don't think it's going to have the result that he wants it to have. Okay. That's like my bit a big call for like I guess probably the end of this season. I I, I think he's going to stop. Michael from killing himself, but then he he's not gonna like pop out of existence. Okay, cool, interesting. Uh, and then for Anthony, did you see the Noah Charlotte reveal coming the first time round? Um, at this point, who were you suspecting Charlotte's mother was? Now, now that it had been alluded to by Noah that it was important. So I can't, to be honest with you, I can't remember. If I had put it together, I, I think I probably had put it together by the time he said it. Um, but I can't, I, I can't remember. I can't, I can't, uh, I couldn't reasonably uh, say that I can remember that. So um, in terms of uh, who I thought Charlotte's mother was, um, like, I, I, I don't know why that that's, that's blanking in my mind. I definitely had a theory at the time. Um, I, I didn't share Conrad's theory that it was Elizabeth, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> it's a fairly out there theory, to be honest, I'm, but I'm just I'm sticking to my guns on it until it's proven to be catastrophically wrong. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, I, I remember, I, probably, I think actually I probably thought it was like either Claudia, because um, Noah and Claudia do seem to have some, some history. Mm. Um, uh, but also, I think I, it might have even crossed my mind that it was Marta actually um because marta is a very important character it seems but there hasn't really been anything that she's been tied she's not really been tied into anything yet except for her current modern storyline so at the time i think i was trying to reach to see where marta could could play into something you know Mm. um so i think maybe that's what what i was thinking um i did believe agnes when she said that noah was the uh the um noah was her her brother so 
you know, I was I wasn't thinking. It's funny that uh, Conrad doesn't at all think that Agnes could be Charlotte's mother because, but he doesn't quite believe her as well. <laughs> that uh, <laughs> yeah. that never even crossed his mind. Um, I suppose why would she have Toronto, not Charlotte, then? But anyway, anyway, um, yeah. So there you go. Uh, I didn't really have a theory, and if I did, I can't remember it. <laughs> uh, there's been there's been so much happened between now and then. I've made so many theory videos on on YouTube and everything. Like, I can't remember. You just have to make a video coming up with some wild theory as to why someone else could be her mother, and then justify it with what you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, that's what I'll do. I'll do it in retrospect. Yeah, just pluck things out uh, that fit your theory. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, okay, so Handsome Head Injury, great name, <laughs> says a few things. One, Adam says Sigmundus is the opposite of a religion, but they have their own Bible, uh, the notebook thing. Um, a priest, a church, relics, uh, disciples, a prophecy, and so on. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, and an entrance to their like secret underground cu- underground cult base that looks like Petra as well, which was also a city like that was kind of built as a testament to the gods. So, or not a city, but like a, a kind of but, temple that was built as a testament but, to the gods. Gone. Are they tax exempt? That's the big thing. I, that, I think that's why they do it, so they can be a registered charity and they don't have to they don't have <laughs> to pay taxes. Um, yeah, I, this it puts them saying we're not a religion puts me in mind of when I I used to go to you know some people do like boy scouts uh i did boy scouts mm. for a little bit as well but i also did this this other thing which was like a more religious one just because it was local and it meant my mum didn't have to drive me as far to go to it um and, and we went to like a christian camp and one one time uh one of the like counselors there tried to sell reading the bible to me based on how much violence and sex there is in it and uh, we, we which a that feels like you're kind of misrepresenting the bible um but b is also kind of like oh religion's cool come check it out and it's like you're, you're, you're fooling no one all right i know exactly what's in that book and that's what that's what these guys feel like here like no we're not a religion just ignore the the censors swinging everywhere and the candles that we have to ceremonially light every day and you know all the all the people calling talking about paradise that's definitely not a religious thing oh god yep all right, so is Sigmundus as knowledgeable about everything as they believe themselves to be? Or are they getting high on their own supply? <laughs> <laughs> are they drinking their own Kool-Aid, so to speak? Well, I, I don't think any of them know anything. Like, the only one, who, the only people who seem <laughs> to know anything about it that we've sort of conclusively seen to be true is, well, I guess it's really just Adam. I was going to say Noah as well, but even Noah seems to be in the dark about a lot of really key stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it... it I've called them a cult before and I, I kind of stand by it, you know, as as much as what Adam's kind of dialogue in this, in this episode, as much as that dialogue made me feel like, Oh, he, he does have some, some good ideas. It, it, it you know, it, it, he's a, he's a skilled orator. He's clearly sort of charismatic, but, but so was like, is it Jim Jones? Was that the guy who did the, the Waco yeah. stuff? Like, so were most cult leaders. No, no, that wasn't Waco. Jim Jones did uh, Jonestown. Oh, of course he did Jonestown. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember the, 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 the Waco guy. But, um, you know, most cult leaders are charismatic and able to convince people that what they're saying isn't completely nuts. That's how cults work. And they also take in vulnerable people who are more susceptible to being brainwashed, which... Mm-hmm. based on the fact that Sigmundus seemed to get them young, uh, might be the case here. So I, I, I'm still very much not trusting anything that Sigmundus do, and I don't think 90% of the people in it actually know what they're doing. Okay, interesting. Uh, just on Jim Jones, you touched on that. Let me say, 
Um, this is not a political statement whatsoever, but he sounds really like Trump. So if you actually listen to like, yeah, it's it's true though. If you actually listen to the speech pattern of Trump, like in his rally, compared to there's a recording of Jim Jones just before they take the Kool Aid, right? Yeah. And it it really they set like they have the same cadence, they have the same speech pattern. You know, it's like it's all a thing. It's gonna, it, it's, it, it's it's it's. I'm not even. I'm not gonna do a full impression yeah. here, but I can. Uh, but it sounds like really really similar go and listen to the two that's not a political statement whatsoever <laughs> we all know politicians are trying to get people to follow them but uh go and go and listen to that because it really does really 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 does uh okay last last episode oh, episode jeez it's getting late last question <laughs> <laughs> last question from handsome head injury i think i've got a head injury not quite not so handsome though noah noah believes adam knew that charlotte was his daughter the whole time mm-hmm. so noah believes that adam knew that did he I don't know because well Adam Adam says that he needs the pages back from the book and which implies that he doesn't know what's in them and Noah had his reaction to the Charlotte news while reading those pages so it is possible that Adam didn't know I think the fact that Noah is of the opinion that Adam knew means that the pages don't just say oh by the way charlotte's your daughter lol they say like something about adam and and imply that adam does already know that or they're written in such a way as to suggest that that adam knows that so i think he probably did um and i think it's gonna come back to haunt him okay awesome uh ak asks for conrad uh who do you trust more adam or claudia oh 100 claudia team claudia hashtag trust claudia yeah team claudia Okay, so Gregory uh, Sterner asks, Hello to both of you guys. Hello. Your discussions have motivated me to rewatch Dark for the third time, and I noticed even more details than before. My question to both of you. When Noah uh, saw Charlotte and said he, uh, and she said, I know who you are. Oh, this is the question I was saying about in the main episode. Uh, Charlotte says, I know who you are. Um, you've been killing the children. Did Noah show for just a moment regret for killing or was it just regret that Charlotte knew what he did? Uh, I don't think those are mutually exclusive. Hello, by the way. I didn't say hello, like, uh, hello back when um, when you said hello. Um, yeah, I, 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 <laughs> it was very rude of me. Um, I don't think they're mutually exclusive. Uh, I think both of those things can be true. Um, which is more true? Probably, I think Noah is quite selfish. Um as as are many characters, you know, it's not that's not a um that's not like the worst flaw that a character can have. But I think it, th- there is certainly a realization that what he has done has cost him his relationship with his daughter. Um, I don't know how much guilt he feels for you know the families of Eric Obendorf and Yasin, um, <laughs> to be honest. But I'm sure there's a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it seems like that. Like, he's not a dark. He's not. He's not a black hole of emotion. I don't think. I think there is a little bit there. Um, okay, so then Gregory goes on to say, "No spoilers. I, I agree with you, Anthony. Uh, episode six rocks. Love to see what Conrad makes of it. So wait till if you're listening to this right now, you're you're within two days of finding out. Yeah, no, you what, Con- yeah. what Conrad made. It's of It's coming. It's coming. So uh, not. They also go on to say, not many TV shows have have this high qual high of enough high of quality, uh, or can stand detailed scrutiny. Uh, but Dark can. You're exactly right there. Uh, I hope it comes out on Blu-ray or DVD sometime. I actually hope it comes out on Blu-ray as well. I'd love to have a copy of Dark. Yeah, is it? Uh, is it not out on 
on on either of those, yeah. No, because it's 100% Netflix. Yeah, I guess I've never really thought about that before. I, I, I always figured that they would the distribution rights for the physical media would be separate to the streaming rights. But yeah, I guess if Netflix paid for it, they own both. Yeah, like, and I know that Baron Baudor is really good at like putting some behind the scenes pictures and stuff on his uh, Instagram after they've finished the series. But I, to be honest with you, these streaming services have really done a disservice to the uh, DVD and Blu-ray industry, in my opinion, oh, because yeah, totally. that that's where we got all the behind the scenes, uh, like featurettes. Like you used to buy a film, a, a series or a film on DVD, and you would literally almost get a full, like enough background features that it would it was like having a full documentary about the film you just watched oh, i yeah. love that no, like, i mean i i still i still buy a lot of like criterion collection stuff and a lot of sort of proper collector's edition blu-rays mm-hmm. exactly because they come with you know like making of documentaries and interviews with the cast um and yeah that that all those features are just gone now from streaming stuff like they're really hard to get a hold of which is a real shame like, and you know and you get some amazing artwork in those kind of packages as well um so it'd be great if they did one for this i i, I guess i doubt they will but you never know yeah and also like personally for me like in my family it's a real personal thing for me too because my wife uh Ema, she is she works in film and tv and she's costume designer and the reason and the, well she's a costume designer but she works she doesn't she's not at that point yet if you know what i mean uh but she so she works in costume but um what is so personal about it is is that the reason she does that is because she was watching behind the scenes uh, on dvds as like a you know a kid Mm. and she was like she saw the costumes being made she was like that's what i want to do yeah totally whereas whereas these days kids aren't going to get that because they're just watching things streaming there's not really much behind the scenes i know that disney on disney plus are doing that which i really love that they are keeping it up um, but it's just not as frequent as it used to be, and that's a shame in my opinion. Yeah, no, totally. Okay, so um, off subject, have either of you seen the movie on Netflix called 2067? It's about time travel, and it looks good from the trailer. I haven't seen that, actually. It's about time travel. I will give it a go, because uh, I do love time travel. So No, I, I don't think go. I've even seen that advertised. I, I, Yeah, normally I would expect Netflix to surface that stuff, but having said that, I have to go through netflix every month or so and look at all the new releases because i invariably find like two or three movies that are really good that are just hidden from the the algorithm that i wouldn't have found otherwise and maybe that's one of them yeah there's there's a new french series which um my wife and i are going to watch it looks great it's called le Le revolution oh yeah i I found Uh, that the other day that looks really cool yeah so i'm looking forward to watching that um love a period piece okay yeah, and there's also a Flemish one called uh, Thieves in the Wood, which my wife has watched and she absolutely loved, and now she's getting me to watch it too. So th- the thing is, like Netflix are putting a lot of a lot of work into these foreign foreign uh, shows. Obviously, depending on where you live, they're foreign. But um, I yeah, so like watch them, watch them is what I would say because the more of it, the better. So obviously, I hope Dark has actually brought a lot of people in to foreign language stuff that wouldn't have otherwise watched foreign language stuff, and hopefully they continue to watch because it is quality stuff. Okay. Eric asks, question for Anthony. At what point in this series... Now, uh, I'm going to ask the question because Eric asked it, right? But... <laughs> spoiler spoiler alert, Conrad. Oh, okay. Right? right, I'm plugging my ears. I'm not really, but I'll... Yeah, at what point in this series are you planning to reveal to Conrad that Netflix has announced a dark spin-off sitcom called Time Cops? Listen, if they have done that, I want my fucking, <laughs> I, I want my fucking check, is all I'm saying. <laughs> Bambo, no, you time, know where to find me. Time cop, t- time cops tagline. Oh. 
a body comedy featuring Charlotte and Elder Egon who have weekly, <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Weekly, weekly escapades in order to keep the existence of time travel a secret. Their antagonists, Clausen and Voller, are always trying to crack the case. I, Benny, St- Benny Hill style hijinks ensue. I would pay good money for that show to be to be aired, and if it does, I want my check. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be amazing. Like, they, they could be they could be so many spinoffs. I mean, they're essentially you know I don't know how the show's going to end, but as it stands at the moment, they could do like the sort of Marvel multiverse thing and do like a kind of Into the Spider Verse spin-off uh series where it's about i don't know let's pick two characters let's say um oh what's um what's helga's mum's name is it greta yeah greta greta doppler and uh bartos (laughs) and they they get sent to cowboy times and they have to just make make it work yeah yeah. and hold on to your sight (laughs) so much possibility (laughs) Uh, so Chris says, love the show so far. Not a dark related comment, but a show. Oh yes, I put this in here because Chris was really, really helpful to us. Oh, this was awesome. Uh, I'm not gonna yes. go. Th- yeah, I'm not gonna go through all of the uh, all of the details of, of his post. It's on the screen now if you want to see it. But Chris basically gave us a lot of audio hints. Um, so both Conrad and I, obviously, we're amateurs. Like you know, we we've, we don't do uh, audio production for our for our real job. I think we're both of us have pretty we've. we've We've got enough to the point where we can actually get something online, but uh, fine-tuning it to sound amazing, we need help with. So Chris has given us a load of hints uh, and and tips, which we have implemented for the episode of 18. Uh, So hopefully you hear a difference there. There was things like being able to normalize the sound so that people listening in cars and stuff, um, you you don't have to keep putting the sound up and down because of the different voices and the different modulation. So hopefully that's fixed. We're going to compress it a bit as well. Use noise gates put a noise gate on there as well to try and uh, cut. Now, these are all things we were aware of, but did we know really how, what the point of them is? And <laughs> did we know really, you know, when was the right time to use them? No, not really. So uh, that was really helpful, uh, Chris. So thanks very yeah, much for that. That was awesome. I, I was very much like swimming against, uh, well, you, you say you, you're aware of them. I definitely wasn't. So I was like trying to figure out a way because I had, I had like hay fever for the last, probably about three or four weeks so my breathing has showed up on things and i've been trying different ways to get the breathing to stop showing up and the noise gates have very much helped with that yeah exactly um also but conrad as long as you're breathing you're alive and we like it that way that is true well in theory right <laughs> in theory yeah okay in theory right okay so uh thanks chris uh, if you have any more uh hints chris let us know if, if you want us to improve it even more um okay so uh master on your north last thing uh now this actually was put up while we were recording, and uh, between recording the main episode and recording this, we I added this in. So um, <laughs> squeaked across the line. It squeaked across the line just because I thought it was so funny. Uh, Master on your north says, "Sorry, sorry, Conrad, but I'm taking Stranger's side regarding helping himself to some milk. He deserves this treat." <laughs> <laughs> now there is a question. Poor guy probably hasn't had a real swig of wholesome milk in some time. Where's your compassion? <laughs> we don't know what the insects who make those cocoons produce. They could be milked potentially <laughs> in the future. I will. I will say that I, don't, I haven't seen many cows uh, in 2052. Although, actually, having said that, I haven't seen many cows anywhere. So you know, maybe maybe Vinden just isn't a particularly doesn't have a particularly thriving dairy industry. So we don't know. Um, sheep milk. Sheep milk. Yeah, there are sheep. That's true. Or oh, they could also just import it into the town. I mean, we there were sheep. Probably easier. We don't know if there still are sheep. 
they all oh in the future you mean yeah yeah, yeah they all died in in the 80s when yasin exploded oh that's them. right um yeah I, I stand by what I said. I'm sorry. Like you, you can't just go into someone's house and start drinking things, d- drinking stuff out of their fridge. Like the, it, it's not. It's his house. It's not. He it's hasn't. He doesn't pay the rent house. on it. No, I. Oh, he does. He, like, I, he you does. can. The, he invested in stocks as an older man. Listen, <laughs> the rules when you go around to someone's house are as follows: you can pour yourself a glass of water. That's fine. You can turn on the TV if you wake up before they do. That's also fine. But the fridge is sacred. You don't just go rummaging around in the fridge unless given explicit permission to do so. All right. Agree to disagree. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Oh, God. Next time you come to my house, Conrad, you can just you can go in the fridge. You have my permission. Yeah, but, okay? yeah see, that's there won't be anything in there, but you can go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll go. I'm gonna go drink milk out of a mug like a weirdo. Yeah, just take take my son's yogurts and stuff. That's all. We have food for them, and then ours is very small. Oh, my mum used to get so cross at me whenever I'd take one of her diet cokes because she bought the exact right amount for her week, and if I had one, it threw all of her plans into disarray. <laughs> so, I think that's where this comes from. Yeah, so just just in case you took a diet coke, she banned you from the fridge. Yeah, I was just wasn't allowed to do it. Oh, I, I, no joke. I, I apologize for this, listeners. This is just, just uh, take a trip inside Conrad's home life in the fridge <laughs> rules. But uh, yeah, whenever, whenever I'd go home, I'd be like, "Mum, can I put like some baby bell on the fridge?" And she and she would nearly always respond with just like, "Oh, but we're having a roast on Sunday, and I'll have no room for everything if you put this one pack of eight <laughs> baby bell in the fridge." <laughs> baby bell cheese for anyone who's doesn't know what that is i feel like baby bell must be international surely well i didn't know about it till i came here but i was 12 i suppose oh, really there's well, delicious i don't know I... bouncing orbs of edam well not really orbs <laughs> yeah. they're wheels they're literally wheels yeah no they're, they're they're good they're good um and i finally got my my son to like it the other day because he was always refusing it because it looked didn't look like food but uh <laughs> fi- finally got there while we're talking about mothers and food though just, <laughs> just just to add in a little anecdote about myself uh what is it about mothers and like disliking being asked what's for dinner <laughs> like, like, like that was the bane of my mother's life every single day we'd come home from school like well what's for dinner mom she goes what's for dinner every day what's for dinner I was like, yeah i'd like to know what i'm eating for dinner please i don't get it am i gonna be seeing like 10 15 years am i gonna be annoyed at my sons ask me what's for dinner like, i think i, I think if you have to answer that same question every day for 16 years it could grate on you a little bit potentially i you know what she didn't do one time though. What? We, we know what I, if it started annoying me, I'd get a little little like whiteboard on the fridge and just write what's for dinner. Well, on just it. when they ask you, just do the Simpsons. Don't make me tap the sign thing again. You just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm going to kindly do. refer to the whiteboard. Yeah. Anyway, that's the end of the uh, Conrad and Anthony Life and Times podcast. Yeah. We uh, <laughs> featuring back every occasional Friday. dark discussions. Yeah, who knows? We might do something like that in the future. Maybe we'll just like start a, ra- a random extra podcast where we just yarn on for half an hour. But um, yeah, that's that for this week. Uh, if you want to subscribe to the podcasting apps, I don't think I told you to do that at the start of this one. So if you could, that'd be great. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, of course. Uh, like the video. I don't think there's much else. No. What I do you think, Connor? I can't think of anything else. Um, I, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to desperately like kind of navigate my way towards you doing the outro now, and I've just. I've, I've, I've talked myself into an audio cul- cul-de-sac so I'm just going to stop talking for like five seconds and let you just pick it up alright go goodbye goodbye <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you for listening to the After Dark podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode.